Sago, welcome to the podcast series, Sacred Teachings. I'm Ginny Doctor of the Mohawk Turtle Clan. The first series will explore the meaning and importance of the natural world to the first peoples of this land. It is our responsibility to live in harmony and balance with all of creation. In this time when young people across the globe are calling out for justice and for all of us to stop destroying our natural world, we offer to you some wisdom and reflections to inform and inspire the way forward. This is Sacred Teaching, Wisdom of the Land. Biodiversity is a fancy way to say balance. We know that creation is a fine balance, and if we throw that balance off, it's not good for anyone. In this episode, Archbishop Mark McDonald tells us about how the chipmunk saved us human beings. I want to begin by talking about what the Ojibwe call the great law of life. And that is that all life is responsible for all the rest of life. And that that has to be a primary moral instruction. Now, the Ojibwe stories in which law, theology, and philosophy are encoded in Ojibwe life, they speak about a time when a council was brought together of all of the animals, excluding human beings. Human beings were excluded because they were the problem. They took more than they needed. They wasted things. And their waste was a threat to the entire ecosystem. And so they got together and they decided, save one, that they should eliminate hum humanity from the, from the land. The, the, the one that spoke out in their behalf was the chipmunk. The chipmunk said, no, we must teach them how to live on the land. The bear was so angry with the chipmunk that he scratched the chip, chipmunk as the chipmunk scurried away. Those marks on the back of a chipmunk's back are the evidence of that moment and the sign of their uh, advocacy for humanity. Ultimately, what happened is that the chipmunk's argument won and humanity was saved. What is so important and the lesson that, or at least one of the lessons derived from this story is that biodiversity is a primary moral category and moral imperative. Now, this way of thinking is not foreign to the scriptures. We understand particularly in the first five books of, of the, of the uh, Hebrew scriptures that biodiversity was also a concern for the biblical writers. When we look at the teachings of Jesus, he deliberately talks about the wisdom of the rest of creation and how God's teaching, wisdom, and laws are encoded 
in our relationships and our observations of the other creatures in creation. Now, this used to be more obvious to people. We are living and watching biodiversity through the lens of four centuries of colonization and a colonial relationship to peoples outside of Western civilization and indeed to the land. What is being demanded, I think, is a return to our original sources of wisdom and truth, a return to a relationship with the land and with the creatures of the land, which returns to our primary moral imperative and, and, and relationship. I would like to advocate that what we are being called to is a sacramental and Eucharistic relationship with the land. Instead of exploiting the land, we are called to offer up the land at our most sacred ceremony in the gifts of the bread and the cup. I think that if we think aright, if we try to remove that lens of colonization, we can begin to see once again the true meaning of what the Eucharist is.